0: So ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Easy Conversations. Thanks a lot to everyone who listened to the last episode featuring the homie Matt and I. hope you enjoyed listening to us provide our multiple movie and TV show recommendations. And if you did end up watching any of those movies or shows, please let us know. You know, we always love hearing from you all, the listeners. It's so now for episode 119 of Easy Conversations. I'm extremely excited, of course, to be back in the studio virtually with the homie Matt. Say what's up to the people.
1: What's going on everybody? Hope you're having a great time right now, enjoying the last few warm days of the end of summer. Uh, we got a good episode for you tonight. Nothing movie related, or um, but something very useful, I think. So Eric, why don't you tell the listeners what we're going to be talking about?
0: Yeah, so for this episode, we're going to be doing something a little different. Is uh outright just sharing a bunch of different life hacks, so ways to optimize processes and um, Regular tasks that you do on a day-to-day basis, perhaps, or every once in a blue moon. Just ways to make everything a little easier for everybody. And, um, yeah, those various tasks. Like, Matt, I have no idea in which direction you took yours. For me, uh, well, you'll find out soon. And, uh, yeah, it was um, <laughs> a little harder than I thought it would be, to be honest, to come up with these um, life hacks. I thought I'd have a bunch just off the top of my head. Turns out that was not the case, I had to really think. And I've come up with around 10 life hacks to share here so matt before you kick us off with your first life hack do you want to share how the process was for you was it easy hard and uh, yeah then what was your first one
1: you want to share like yourself eric it was hard for me too to make my list i thought i could come up with some easily as well but i i brought in the stri- spectrum of the definition of life hack to include like my definition is clever tips techniques or shortcuts that make little tasks easier so that's what I went with. After that, like I thought of everything I do day to day, week to week, and I wrote a bunch of stuff down. Um, but yeah, I'm like super ra- my list. My list is super random. I don't even know if these are obvious things that everyone's doing or completely new to some people. But for sure, I'll kick us off. I'll start in the kitchen. Let's go with uh, clean while cooking. Basically, as I'm preparing the meal, as it's as it's prepared and like actually cooking, I'm putting stuff away in the pantry, putting stuff in the sink, pre-rinsing it. Once the food's cooked, I'm putting all the food in glass Tupperwares so I can get those pots and pans that are sticky, like soaking with soap to do the dishes after, do the dishes by hand. Um, just being clean and organized in the kitchen. I know it doesn't seem like much, but I know a lot of people don't do it either. Um, you know, like after the meal's done, there's like ten open spice bottles on the counter. Like that's that's not my. I don't like that. I like everything has to be neat. And while you're cooking, while it's cooking, you can already start prepping and like doing the cleanup. So Eric, do you do this?
0: Yeah, agreed. Honestly, I was debating putting this on my list as well. Honestly, and it's not something that I've always done. So I've lived on my own in different times of my life where the first time that I'd moved out, I definitely didn't do this. And I guess the second time, so both the first two times I moved out, I definitely didn't do this. I would prep cook, then clean religiously in that order. And (laughs) I'm going to say right off the rip, a lot of my um, life hacks come from Andy. Like a lot of them are stuff that I've incorporated based on stuff that she does. So this is definitely one of them. When we'd make a meal together, if um we're cooking or she's cooking and I'm just sitting around, it's like, all right, well, can you help clean or something? And then it just it has become a habit of mine since then, mm-hmm. where before I would always wait for the meal to be cooked and eaten before cleaning. It's so much better. Whether we're cooking together or alone, you definitely do have time to like let a chicken breast cook for five minutes without having to touch it. And then you can wash, put some water in pans. Like you said, clean stuff on the counter. It makes for such a better um, cool down period after you're actually done eating because the last thing you want to do after you're eating after you've eaten is clean up like it objectively sucks to clean up after you <laughs> eat but you have to do it and it makes it way easier if you get a head start if not get everything cleaned up while you're cooking said meal I know it's not possible to clean everything as you're cooking because you're literally using some of them but whatever you can't clean I 100% endorse this this is a a staple (laughs) in our household and um there's no other way to do it honestly I agree (laughs) nice so yeah like I said I was gonna go this route as well and I'll just say right right now as well a lot of mine are food related like this the majority (laughs) of my hacks are have to do with cooking techniques and um yeah just efficiencies in the kitchen the first one I'll go with is something that just discovered recently. It's a, um, well, when you're cooking on a stainless steel pan, for example, like you want to make sure you have the right um, lubricant to make sure everything doesn't stick on there. So it's kind of tricky to cook on there. And one that we found to be effective is feta cheese to cook your mm-hmm. egg directly in feta cheese. Game changer. And I'll say right away also, maybe don't go (laughs) in stainless steel for this, but cooking on a pan with feta cheese as your base where you just let that melt a little. Throw a bit of avocado oil in there also to help make it a little more liquid and sticky. And then once that's melted nicely, throw your egg in there, let a crust develop, flip it over, and then throw that in a a breakfast burrito. Absolutely... (sighs) delicious and you don't need a sauce with that either. So I I would have thought that you need like some sort of spicy mayo in the burrito with that absolutely unnecessary. The feta and the egg combination make for kind of a um, runny liquid as well while being solid somehow. Mm-hmm. It, trust me it's amazing. So I would say cooking eggs in feta cheese, test it out. Well feta cheese is delicious first of all. Yeah. Eggs are great. So Try that out, especially the breakfast burrito route. I don't know if this is a life hack necessarily, or if it's just a recipe I'm sharing. But using the feta as your base to cook the egg in is what I'm endorsing here.
1: Wow, I that's awesome. I had no idea. Like, I don't know about that. So I learned something new just now. Definitely gonna have to try that because I do like my eggs. I get uh, I get eggs from a guy at work, farm fresh eggs, like from his chickens, and they're delicious. Like I love my eggs now. But no, I would feta cheese all right. Good, good tip, Eric. Definitely a life hack. It's like a tip. It's like a tip for you know, instead of just throwing butter all the time on there, exactly use something right. else.
0: Price of butter ain't cheap.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm a big butter guy for that. I'll stay in the kitchen too for a little bit. But since you you have a lot, I'll uh, I'll just say one more kitchen one. Okay. And maybe this is one of yours, but this is a game changer when I'm preparing a salad. For years, I've been. Peeling my lettuce off, rinsing them individually, dabbing them with paper towel. Now I have something called the salad spinner and I, I freaking adore it. There's no other way I can make a salad now. I chop everything up, then put it in the salad spinner, then rinse it, then spin it. You know, well, I'm sure you've seen how it works, but I'm just, it's a game changer. You have to have one. Eric, do you have a salad spinner? I'm guessing you do because you're a big salad guy.
0: I come from a long line of salad <laughs> spinners and uh, <laughs> of salad spinner owners, I should say. But uh, yeah, no, I definitely have one. It's essential to have. There's quite a few variants as well of the either the crank where you're manually stirring it, it's kind of a workout for that arm and i don't know if you've seen or this the one you have but just a pump where you're just pumping it up and down in the middle and it just will spin automatically those are the best because you're really not having to put any manual labor into it and that uh no well no matter what you're getting the um the same experience or the same result it's just a different experience and process I would say yeah salad spinner is definitely a, a must-have manually rinsing leaves of lettuce then drying them out in either paper towels or just towels yeah. it is quite um, cumbersome so I wouldn't yes. recommend that and yes yeah, once you get on the salad spinner game it's hard to step away and try anything else. So, no, I would endorse that for sure. As A big solid guy myself. It's um it's a must, definitely. Excellent. <laughs> so, I'll um keep going with food for now and then I'll switch it up after. So, this is something that <laughs> we do all the time when doing groceries. It's an absolute must. It does take a bit more time and preparation before you go out, but using an app called Flip or price matching, not sure if this is something you do Matt, but Definitely mm-hmm. something that helps to save money where this app essentially gives you the flyer for every single um, grocery department. Yeah, anyways, grocery store, department, department store, whatever. And the deals that they have for that given week. And then mm. you can circle the deals that they have and bring those to a different store. Like Superstore, for example, will price match when you bring them, okay, the price of a tomato is... 194 per kilo as opposed to 247 per kilo at Sport Superstore. You just have to provide the source, and then they will reduce the price of the item based on that price match. Hmm. So it's a good way to save some money. Like I said, it takes a bit more time and prep to do. Not always fun, but in the long run, it's a good way to be economical about how you go about doing your groceries. And yeah, I mean, I guess that would be it. Really, is price matching is good. Instead of just going to maybe a more high-end spot like Farm Boy, for example, and buying everything there where, where it is a bit more expensive. If, you break, if you're able to break up how you do your groceries in two different spots, one where mm-hmm. you're able to do the price match. Because not every store price matches, first of all. So Superstore sure. is one of them that does. So I'd say it's worth the, the extra 15 to 30 minutes of prep to do.
1: That's a good tip, Eric. I don't I've heard of it quickly but I wasn't sure on the details. I'm a person that will go to like two three go to two three different grocery stores to get the specials and see what the best prices are. So I think this app would be useful just in the sense that it would show me like I, I, I look at each flyer individually, but I'm guessing this app has everything on the uh, in, in the application so it would just save me time in that sense. so that's really good. I need to look into that actually. It has a everything. Call, and I'll
0: say this was also a submission from my mom. So she has nice. imparted this wisdom on me as well. So it's been a, a game changer to have from day one, a.k.a. whenever I started doing groceries for myself.
1: Yeah, yeah. no, I'm for sure. the Okay, so the flip app, I'll have to get that. Grocer- I buy lots of groceries every week, so it's super useful. Um, my next one, very simple. I mean, I, I know you do this, Eric, but like in or. Basically, it's listen to music when doing annoying chores. I know it sounds stupid, but air, having AirPods, basically, where you don't have like a, a cord, and I do this all the time when I'm cleaning, when I'm doing annoying chores, basically. It's in, the, it's in my submission. Um, it just makes the time go by faster. Also, all my outdoor work, I'm listening to music, cutting the grass, getting the wood ready. Anyways, anything I do, I have my music. And it's a game changer. I kind of enjoy doing it because I get to listen to my music. Same with my working out, you know. I'm, oh, I get to listen to some music. Okay, I don't mind my workout as much. I know you endorse this too, Eric. I mean, we've talked about this before, but that's like a good tip right there is listen to listen to your favorite music or podcast when doing annoying things.
0: Definitely. Like most things I do, especially when I'm alone at home, I'll always have something playing. Normally, podcasts these days, honestly, is kind of what I've been into, just listening to a bunch of those and it does help to either like you're not really thinking as much about what you're doing anymore. Or just kind of on cruise control and more listening to what you're doing. Which depending on what the task is might not be the best way to go about things if you require focus. But it does help and provide entertainment while you're doing something that is not fun mm-hmm. inherently to mm-hmm. do. On the topic of listening to music while you cut the grass. For me I find this kind of hard because the lawnmower. And I want to say this is kind of universal. Lawnmower I have is quite loud, so I'm feeling like I have to mm. crank the volume of my music, and then when I have to go to the backyard, I have to stop the lawnmower, so then I have that brief period where the music's playing at an enormously loud volume, I have to turn it down, then turn it right back up right away, so do I just pause the music and wait it out, I don't know, it's uh, yeah. yeah. I know it's, I'm being nitpicky here or there, but definitely it's an absolute must. And I think I've caught some heat for this in the past, but I actually listen to podcasts sometimes when I work out, which might be a psycho move. But <laughs> I enjoy it. I find it funny. While I will say, yes, like pump-up music is definitely better, I don't mind having mm-hmm. a good laugh listening to a podcast, an easy conversation, if you will, just studying the tape and working out <laughs> at the same time. So bettering myself in two ways. Anyway, so no that's a great one Matt definitely I'll go with one that is actually right next to me at my home office so is if if you need this I'll just try to show it to the camera invest in a coffee heater so it's basically like a coffee mug heater I got this as a gift for um, my annual gift exchange I do with my friends and it's just like a in plaque like a, a heater like a, I don't know like something you just put your mug on and it has different um, settings for like ceramic glass I think those are the main two ones and uh, then you have three different temperature levels so 170 degrees 150 130 and as I'm going through my coffee, I don't need it to be as high, so I just lower it. I got a system down pat. I know when I'm at the one eighth mark, I go to 130, two thirds, 150, etc. And it's really good. It makes the coffee last much longer. So this is really good if you're in an, a home office, for example, or if you have you're in a room at home where you have a computer and you just want to really enjoy your coffee and not z- zip through it. Like I really like to sip on my coffee personally and don't need it to be boiling hot, but this kind of keeps it at the perfect temperature. And like I said, it's Mm -hmm. very, you can toggle the different temperatures. So I would say investing in that huge game changer. And I'm, I don't want to say sad, but I'm kind of sad when my coffee's done because I only have one per day. So I want to cherish that and stretch it out (laughs) as long as I can. Monkey D. Luffy style, if you know, you know. And I think it's a great little add-on to have. I don't think it's very expensive, too. We have a $30 limit in our gift exchange, so you can cop one for under $29.99 if you're so inclined. So, coffee Cup (laughs) Heater plaque, Do it up.
1: That's great, Eric. You said a lot of good things there. I like... Okay, because I have, first of all, one coffee a day. That's insane. I have like eight, but, uh, <laughs> but I always have the problem. I don't work in an office, but I drink coffee a lot at home. And I'm always like not finishing it. It's always, it's always sitting on the counter. Two hours later, I put it in the microwave one minute. It's, still, it's hot. I'm doing this like three, four times a day, Eric, because um, I'm, like, like, I'm like short attention span. I can never remember my coffee. So maybe investing one for home would be good for me just to like keep it on, not boiling, scalding hot, but like you said, just drinkable.
0: Exactly.
1: Um, good call, good call. I I'll, I'll, uh, I have a coffee one. It's very simple. Maybe it's like everybody knows this, but like if you're putting milk or cream in your coffee, and I see this at work all the time, but like pour the cream and the milk in the cup first. That way, if you put too much, you can pour it back out and then put your coffee in after. For the simple fact that, like I said, if... For for the measurement purposes, if you're using a Keurig, Keurig like it'll mix better, uh, the cream and sugar will mix better. Um, but yeah, that's my life hack. Just pour that stuff in first, then pour your coffee. And maybe everybody does this. <laughs> maybe it's not a big revelation. But are you a cream and coffee, uh, cream and uh, sugar guy, Eric?
0: I'm not coffee black exclusively. The only that. time I'll have a coffee yeah. that has some sort of cream adhesive into it would be when i get a latte kind of a a yearly thing when we go cut our christmas tree that'd be when i would partake pumpkin spice latte maybe once a year if that yeah that's uh, those would be the exceptions honestly and uh, for an iced coffee actually that's where i do i don't drink iced coffee black i don't really get those often to be honest i kind of the window is really dying on those but yeah no that's a good tip for sure back in my uh, cream and uh, sugar days, that would have been good to know because I was a known over, (laughs) I was yeah, anyways, putting a lot of, maybe too much in there. But uh, yeah, I just want to also add on your, when you're saying you're microwaving your coffee, I feel like that's such a big jump up and it goes from being cold to extremely hot (laughs) to then cold like pretty quickly. So I'm telling you this coffee heater would be huge for you because the microwave is only such a temporary relief. And uh, offers very limited satisfaction rates, return on investment there. But no, that's good. I'll um keep the food train going and keep my non-food ones for later because I have way more food ones. Which would be buy a whole chicken instead of the sum of its parts when you're going to buy a chicken. First of all, again, more economical. Economic? And yeah. you can get... Two breasts, two thighs, two legs, drums drums, and the, the flappy bird. And you get the nice chicken skin we all crave. And not best for last, but also great that you also have the bones from which you can make a broth. Which is, we're around that time right now where soup season is coming up. Making your own broth. I don't know if I've ever talked about, probably have talked about this on the pod honestly. But I'm looking forward to doing that. We have a carcass just... Collecting frost bites in the freezer right now, just primed, ready to be thrown in the crock pot, the instant pot. But yeah, buying a whole bird is definitely worth it. Like I said, you can normally get them for like 12 bones, pun intended. And when they go on sale, you can get them for like five bucks at Farm Boy. So I would say this is definitely the move buy a whole chicken. And um, then it's, you can watch a YouTube video. I've done this quite a few times. I forget, but you just watch the video on how to perfectly carve up that bird, which Matt, you worked in a meat shop, meat department, you mm-hmm. know all about this. You would not need to watch said YouTube video. So is this something you do? First of all, buy whole chicks or...
1: Uh <laughs> uh, I definitely do that, Eric. It's a Gosh. great tip. I didn't even think about putting that, but it's awesome. Uh, yeah, unless the chicken boneless, skinless chicken breasts are on sale. I'm not going to be buying that. I'm going to be buying the whole chickens. When those go on sale, when the whole chicken goes on sale, that's when I'm, I buy like four to five of them and I'm I'm getting 10 drums, 10 thighs, 10 breasts. You know, you nice. double everything. Um, I need to get on the broth game though. I, I just discard the bones. I should just freeze them because why not? I can make yes. a soup after. It's a very good point. Uh, When I worked at the meat shop, a lot of people did that. They just wanted the bones to make soup. You're getting your wings too. It's super economical. You can do so much and it's not that hard. Even if you're not getting that breast out cleanly and you're losing a bit of meat, it's still like you're still saving so much money. It's ridiculous. So great tip, Eric. Really, really good tip. I cook a lot of food and just like the amount of food you get is insane. If you were to buy everything individually, you're like quadrupling the price. Very good tip, Eric. Kind of bummed that I didn't think of that, (laughs) but glad you brought it to the table. That's why I'm here. Yeah, yes. I'm going to go with something other, Stray away from the kitchen now. This is a very broad life hack, but it's something I've used many times already. Basically, the life hack is zip ties. You have no idea how useful those things are to fix things and to just hang things and I use them all the time now so I I hope everyone knows what a zip tie is you can get them in different like thicknesses and sizes but like I just fixed my garbage can using zip ties like the handle broke off I drilled I drilled some holes in the handle and in the garbage can and I zip tied the thing back on it and it worked it works like a charm I use it for like all my keys to remember like to not lose my keys at work you can you can do a lot of things with zip ties basically and that's my life hack is like have some around the house. You never know when you'll need them. Do you have any experience with them, Eric? Or Zilch.
0: And that's, <laughs> Zilch. A, that's a great life hack, honestly. Not something I would have thought of, honestly, but also very effective that it also allows you to be handy in those situations, handyman mats, mm. like just where something might have looked broken, you're like, all ah, right, I got to buy a new garbage can now. Like you just drill a few holes, yeah. which you really already have, and zip ties. Like, that's awesome. Where did you buy the yeah. zip ties, if I might ask? Like, Home Depot or...?
1: Exactly. I mean, I have. I use them all the time I work, so I just bring a couple home when I need to, uh, which I don't know if I should have said that. But, yes, say, you buy them at Home always. Depot in Canadian Tire. You can get them probably at craft stores, too, to be honest. Yeah. But they're dirt cheap. Honestly, order them on Amazon. They're probably the cheapest there. But, yeah, no, they're just a good little thing to have, if you're trying to use like improvise with things and, you know, use things around the house to fix things or not even fix, but like, Oh, I need to hang this there. I need to use this. They're just a good tool for binding one thing to another. Cause they're really useful. Um, but yeah, zip ties.
0: I actually probably could have used some this morning. It was the garbage day and I was just closing up a garbage bag that was maybe a little too filled and couldn't, wasn't able to properly attach hmm the corners to one another so i just stuffed it in another smaller bag Mm. the other way around kind of creating some sort of bubble and um, i hope none of that spilt in the garbage as the garbage people were (laughs) picking that up out of the garbage that's another story had i had a zip tie i probably (laughs) would have been able to saddle that nicely together yeah yeah
1: that's a yeah good call
0: good stuff matt the um next one i'll go with something i'm just starting to do now which For the longest time, I've been on a compressed schedule at work where I'm able to work an extra hour every day, which results in me getting a day off the second week. So Mm. I normally take the Friday off, and I've just started doing this kind of due to operational requirements just because a lot of people take Friday off at work. I've started to take Mondays off. Mm. And just like, actually, it also ended up working out better for me to have the Monday off. So being a team player also just beneficial for me, so double win. And I think that this is going to start, to become the new norm for me where it was absolutely phenomenal to have Monday off. It felt like it literally felt like a Sunday the entire day, but in the best way possible where I feel like I could get a lot done as well. And knowing that my colleagues were working that day, which makes it so much better where I'm not one of them. So it was like a bonus Sunday because the Sunday I actually had was spent watching football. So not really being productive and now I could actually be, effective mm-hmm. around the house and get tasks and chores done on the Monday. And then on the Tuesday, every day I kind of felt like I was one day off. Like I was, uh, it felt like a Monday on Tuesday, Tuesday and Wednesday, vice versa, and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So really a great game. I know a lot of people do this. this is really not news for most people. I know a lot of people take Mondays off instead of Fridays. I used to be a huge Fridays off guy. I'd be a big advocate for it. Especially when, I would be going away somewhere on the weekend. You either pack up on the Thursday, leave, and then you're off Friday, or you leave early Friday morning. It's great. You get a jump start mm-hmm. on the weekend. But Maybe I'm just more boring now. I'm not doing as much of that stuff, so I don't need the Friday off anymore. I don't know. It's like going out on Thursday night. Like, oh, I can be hungover on Friday. I'm not working. It's no big deal. Like, I ain't going out on no Thursday. I can tell you that anymore. So, And I also feel like now with football season starting, I can watch more of the games. Well, there's not that many games that are late on the Sunday night, but I can watch that game no problem, stay up later and not have to worry about working on the next day. So taking Mondays instead of Fridays off has been nice for me i would recommend it to anybody who may be in the same place as me where it used to be a friday person now you know look at monday it's nice and also at work there's way less people who come in on fridays anyway so it tend they tend to be quieter mm. days depending on what section you're in like today recording on a friday it was actually extremely busy for me to be in but it's also good to be busy at work you don't want to not be busy so
1: i've actually had a schedule where i had sunday and monday off and it's freaking awesome. Your Sunday is, feels so much better. It's like another Saturday. It's amazing. And then the Monday's not that bad. Like it's, yeah, like what you said, it feels like a Sunday but not as bad. We all dredge that Sunday night. I hate, oh. Like I, I work Monday morning, so like I hate Sunday night. It's terrible. Yep, You just want to like drink but you know you can't uh that's, that's the thing <laughs> but too, no, right? Good,
0: like if, if you yeah. end up taking the monday off instead of the friday if you make that change you're not doing it for the same reason as you would when you're taking the friday off like you're not going out on a sunday night for the most part anyways and getting after it yeah you know it's like a yeah rest recoup extra day off it's great but you're not about to hit up the clubs till 3 a.m there on a sunday night i don't know but it's a, you know, a different phase in your life. You know, you, uh, you want that extra day to mow the lawn.
1: <laughs> no, good call, Eric. That's, I didn't know you were on a schedule like that. So that's awesome. Get a lot done in that day. Like you said. Okay. My next one is this wasn't always the case for us going to grocery stores, you know, ever since, I don't know if it was like the reduction of plastic or COVID that caused this, but like we're doing a lot of our own stuff at the grocery store now in terms of bagging our stuff doing a lot of our own, uh, even a self-checkout. But I'm talking, my my life hacks more specifically, or my tip is more specifically for when you use a cashier and you have to bag everything with your reusable bags. I'm very strategic at that point of time, like when I'm at the grocery store, I will place all my items off my cart onto the conveyor belt strategically the way I want them to go in my reusable bags in that order. And it's not that hard, you go heavy stuff first, medium stuff second and like the really like the bread and the really stuff that'll get smushed last and i group all my meat together and i don't know i feel like that's a really good tip because when i'm feeling the pressure of the person behind me like coming up and like wanting you know you we've all felt that pressure i'm super quick at bagging my own groceries so it's a tip for that i don't know eric you've definitely felt like the pressure of like someone's cart right behind you right or am i crazy
0: no it's the worst you feel and honestly it's very it, you, you shouldn't feel that pressure it's really not on you you're literally there to get your own food and so i'll just add on to that in that what kind of makes what your strategy tougher for me is that with the price matching we always put those items uh-huh. first get them out of the way you say okay i have to price match these things blah 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 this is from sobeys this is from no mm. frills whatever then once all that's done then you're only able to get to your bagging. So you're already a step behind. The person behind okay. you is annoyed. They're like, oh, this person like just pay for <laughs> these stuff at wholesale price like the rest of us. But honestly, like, you shouldn't have to feel any shame about wanting to price match, first of all. And the time yeah. that it takes to bag is the time that it takes to bag. Like The standard yeah. is the standard. And everybody's different. And you're gonna if you if it means you have to wait another thirty seconds before you can start bagging your stuff, like so be it. I I don't really feel bad, but for some reason you kinda do feel bad at the same time. You you really shouldn't. It's it's a wild (laughs) phenomenon out there. No, I agree. That's a good strategy, Matt. I think that's something to incorporate once we get the price match items out of the way. Everything else should be in that sort of order based on weight or theme mm-hmm. also like maybe grouping of uh, food groups like your frozen foods together like meats all that keep that together like that's kind of how we organize it there but no i like okay. that strategy for sure i'm not i feel like i've gotten better at bagging used to not really be my thing but uh, you know you don't have a choice so <laughs> you you either sink or swim in this environment yes we could do a whole episode on grocery store etiquette probably (laughs) for sure oh actually just on that topic the the cashier who i don't know if you've ever seen this but there are some out there i know for a fact who will just like slam your things on the (laughs) conveyor belt like they're throwing them at you i was like man relax you're like what did this loaf of bread ever do to you (laughs) it's just wild
1: yeah they don't like their job or something so they take it out on us one yeah. time
0: actually so there's this one person who i've seen do this multiple times and the first time I like okay maybe they're just having a bad day won't, <laughs> won't put it past them the next time does the same thing so what i was doing i was standing right where like you basically have to pay in front of the cashier but this person kept loading our things in and like putting them down quite hard on the conveyor belt i'd put my hand and catch what he was putting before he put it down <laughs> I did this like 3 or 4 times. He stopped doing it. I'm like, "Yeah, that's what I thought, buddy." I was I should have just said something honestly, but I just intercepted it every time before he could slam it down. And it's like, "Yeah, it got through to your it got through there. I got you. Don't worry." That's awesome. Yeah, it was a, oh a, a small a small victory right there. <laughs> You're killing me right now. Whenever we see that guy, Uh, we're we're not going in that aisle.
1: (laughs) I can just picture your face when he's slamming them like, are you kidding me right now? (laughs) I mean, like, you don't want to
0: get into it with these people because when you go to the same grocery store all the time, like you do, we recognize them. I don't know if they recognize us, right? But you do, it is inevitable. If you're going to the same place every week, like, They have to kind of know, even though they see way more people than, than you see, it's, um, you don't want to, you don't definitely don't want to be in an altercation where like, Oh, I remember that person there. he started throwing the stuff I was slamming on his conveyor belt back at me. So you don't want to have that kind of dynamic, but also like, it's also your food. So at a certain point you can't just take it because they're mad and slamming your, Mm -hmm. your apricots on the conveyor belt. So anyways, just thought I'd share that. (laughs) And if that person is listening, well, just improve the, the etiquette on food <laughs> slamming on the conveyor belt, please, please. I'll, um, keep the food train going. This, um, actually would, would kind of fall into a uh, buying stuff, but it's, um, make your own granola. Have I already talked about this on the pod? If I have, I'll go to another one.
1: I don't remember you mentioning that. Yeah.
0: Don't. Okay. So go for it. Yeah. so I got a lot of these tips also from this guy on YouTube. He has a channel, Pro Home Cooks. Definitely recommend his stuff. Very smart, impressive chef, I'll say. And he kind of shares a lot of tips to improve home cooking on your own to make it easier for you. And make your own granola is one thing that he imparted on me. Love the recipe. It's quite easy. So you just buy a lot of this stuff at Bulk Barn, like your own rolled oats, golden dried raisins, Coconut, coconut flakes, a few other things like sliced almonds, whatever you want to put in there. It's super easy to do. You cook it like a low temperature, 250 degrees for 20 or so minutes. You move them around another 10 minutes, move them around another 10 until desired cookness. Mm-hmm. And I make my own sauce or um, liquid, basically like the sugary substance that you pour over the dry ingredients. It's basically a half cup of maple syrup, half cup of um, coconut oil and he recommends like a pinch of cinnamon. I put a ton of cinnamon in there, cinnamon powder. It's delicious and adds a really good sugary flavor to it. Mm-hmm. It's way better than any granola you're going to find on the market. You can, it's customizable. You're using pantry items too. You throw some quinoa in there, some chia seeds, some hemp hearts. You can put some um, flaxseed. anything that's like good for you. Really like digestion throw it in there super easy to make it's good on like a parfait if you make like a a parfait (laughs) you just throw that in there strong recommend almost have a parfait every day and granola is a big component of that adds another flavor to your yogurt and your fruit so make your own granola again you save money make better quality food you will not look back at the store-bought granola in a box let me tell you i used to buy it in a box it doesn't compare
1: that's awesome eric you just said it like save money and uh healthy and it's a, a granola is a perfect snack it's a great snack actually um i don't eat granola at all because I, I don't want to buy it at the grocery like i don't want to buy it pre-made right so no i'll have to look into that um i work long shifts i work too it'd be a perfect snack to pack for my lunch so Good call. I have to look into that. Prepping my own like that's something I want to explore more and more of as I'm getting as my culinary skills are improving. I want to look more and more into like doing homemade stuff. Um, actually, my my I'll, I'll do the next one right now because it ties into like what you just said. It's basically having storage containers for your pantry and and food items. I'm talking about like these glass containers with lids, I have them for a lot of items in my house or well, my, for my food, like all my pastas goes, all my pastas go in there, all like sugar, every baking item basically, I have like breadcrumbs in one of them. Basically it's just easier, it, all my rice too goes in giant containers. It's so much easier to portion it out than like using the box from the store or the container from the store. Um, it's tightly sealed. It, it looks super neat in my pantry. I have a pretty sizable pantry and it looks like, it looks really clean and organized. Um, and I'm always looking to like enhance that and have more and more of that. You can do it with cereal too, but I'm not there yet. Um, but yeah, like those storage containers you see all the time in stores or online. Like I'm a big advocate for those. It was actually my girlfriend's idea and like, I'm like hooked onto them now. Do you mess around with any of that, Eric?
0: No, I love the look of those though. Like I find it always looks great when you go in like either someone's kitchen or you see it on a show or whatever and it all is in those kind of, um, pots and uh, containers we're not on that wave yet but maybe one day who knows but right now we just stick to the regular store boxes but i think that's a great like again like i said aesthetically pleasing and mm-hmm. it's probably better to conserve a lot of them as well depending on what you're looking at like some stuff we do have in uh, different containers like garlic and uh, the granola for example that we make will be in a, a different container porcelain mm-hmm. i believe But, um, yeah, no, uh, that's awesome. It's a good tip. And like for leftovers too, we definitely have glass containers there for any leftover that'll go in there in the fridge, obviously there, but I think you're more referring to like in the storage rooms, like the pantry and stuff. So, Mm -hmm. but uh, no, that's, that's great. We'll go with the next one, which is this applies if, um, I guess in my situation or anyone who's working at home, if you want to get a workout in, I always do mine at lunch now. If you have a one-hour lunch period, work out at lunch. You might not always want to work out, honestly, but during that lunch hour, what else are you going to do? You can always eat your lunch either before your lunch hour or after. Like You can eat while you work depending on what you do. If you work at home, right? You don't have to actually have to be sitting at the dining room table for an hour and <laughs> perusing the web right. on aritzia.com and just whatever. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm saying go workout at lunch saves time you'll feel great about yourself after the fact and you don't really need to do more than an hour workout to begin with like i do mine like 20 30 minutes to be honest so you pump that in there stretch for a bit shower back to work eat lunch after that while you work and again then it's a good thing done that you don't have to do either getting up earlier like at the crack at the the rooster's crow and, <laughs> or after work when really you have stuff to do after work, right? Like you have to prep dinner that you're eventually going to be cleaning while you're prepping that and making that dinner. So double whammy have stuff that after you do all that, you don't want to delay that dinner making process. Like I like to get on that ASAP after yeah. work. Yeah. So if you can get a workout in at lunch, you feel great about yourself, save time out of the way, do it up at that point if possible.
1: That's great, Eric. I'd be doing the exact same thing if, if I had the situation where I had the one-hour lunch at home. I wholeheartedly agree with what you just said. I, I do my workouts half an hour after I wake up because I'm like, I don't, I know the longer I wait, I'm not going to want to do it. So like breakfast, wait 30 minutes, do my workout. I have to do it like that or I won't do it at all. But I love the time. Like saving time like that is like, oh, I love it. It just, that's what I'm trying to always improve on. So good call. And it doesn't even, like, 30-minute work. I only do 30 minutes at a time. That's plenty of time. And you still have time to eat your lunch, too. Or you can do one hour. Like, you can go to the... You can do uh, however long you want. You don't need more than an hour is what I'm saying. So, no. Good good tip, Eric. I'm going to keep the train rolling with the organization. I used to be someone who lived way less organized in the sense of... I used to have drawers full of, like... Bills and pay stubs, and just paper in general. we're living more in a paperless society, but we still get a bunch of papers either from the dentists at work, yeah. for your house bills. I have all these binders now, and I have a hole puncher and plastic sheets, and everything is super organized with dividers and everything. I don't know, I don't know if it's my OCD perhaps. But that's what I recommend you do because I, nothing is lost now. And I can go back and look at what I paid for this. If, if there's a problem, everything, nothing is lost basically. All my hydro bills are together, gas bills, pay stubs from work, which now I'm getting electronically, so forget those. Yeah. But there's like all my dental stuff, all like every every correspond, everything is in a binder on a shelf with like labels. I love it. I recommend you do that. You don't have to go as insane like me you can only have one binder if you want to shove it all in there, but it's been great in terms of just being organized, Eric. So I don't know if you do this or your, little scat- your papers are scattered everywhere in your house, but let me know.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great tip, Matt. I'm not super, super organized or unorganized, honestly. I feel like I'm a bit in between. Most of them are paperless, but you're right. A lot of stuff does come in paper full, and those ones just go in. Like, I have a bunch of different... um. Like a file, not filing cabinets, just like folders, I guess, that have mm. miscellaneous, like you said, like old pay stubs, T4s, record of employment, yeah. like a lease of a car that I don't even have anymore, like stuff like that. <laughs> so it's not extremely organized, honestly, but everything kind of has a place. But you're right. If I were to take the time to organize everything in binders, that would be very beneficial with the like color codes and stuff. That would really make it helpful for me to know like exactly wh- where's what's where i i do have that on my computer like all the bills have their own folders on my computer so that helps mm. for the um like you said the paperless bills but that's a great great tip for anybody who is kind of like all over the place and needs um something to help them organize themselves so i would uh, i co-sign that as well not really by experience but uh just as like a good practice for sure I'll go with my last, well, yeah, kind of last food one. Probably the least interesting one, honestly. But it's something I've been doing a lot of lately, and it piggybacks off of the um, the granola train I was talking about and the parfait specifically, which would be add zest to things. So I'm talking about lemon zest and orange zest. I don't know if this is something you do, mm-hmm. Matt, in your cooking. Specifically, when you're making a smoothie, I'll put like half a lemon zest in a smoothie. Absolute game changer. Gives some great, great flavor. Depending on the fruit that you choose, like I'll go with a four fruit blend of berries. So blackberry, blueberry, raspberry, strawberry, bunch of zest, like just baste it in the zest. And then (laughs) some Greek yogurt and protein powder, chocolate flavor, water, stir that up absolutely incredible smoothie in my opinion wow and also in the parfait i'll throw some lemon zest in there in um little re- any like a lot of recipes that you'll use greek yogurt in like if you're making a marinade for example for even chicken yeah. or i've seen lamb done haven't done it myself lemon zest in there adds a lot of flavor and orange zest in smoothies as well and in um, any like orange marinade recipe throw some zest in there orange or lemon shrimp I'll just throw some in the mm. pan as I'm cooking shrimp up. Just add a bit of okay. zest with some garlic to butter. Whoo,
1: Whew. Whew. that's good stuff. Making me hungry. Yeah, same. I don't, I don't screw around with zest at all. Actually, maybe I should now. I did see you you posted about the zest in the smoothie, or, <laughs> yeah, true. and it that's looked good. freaking good. And you know what? I'm gonna have to start looking into that. That's where you got me, Eric. You know you're flavorings and spices i think a little more than i do i like your soup game is amazing your your flavor game's amazing i know i've heard you describe we had that cooking episode i remember so keep keep those tips coming eh
0: yeah
1: you can can share those anytime uh but yeah zest good to know i don't i don't even buy like like i said don't mess around with it um good tip i'm gonna go, go Go
0: ahead, Eric. I was just going to say, like, if you were going to say you don't buy lemons and buy lemon juice, I don't know if that's what you were going to say. Just jump in the gun here. Buy lemons over lemon juice, in my opinion. Way better. Okay. Maybe more pricey, but that's where I won't really skimp out on is like Buy like a three pound bag of lemons. Use them. Literally almost every single recipe will use a lemon. And like you said, you get the zest in there. It's kind of like the buying the chicken instead of the chicken breasts. You get a bit more out of the, and I don't even know if that's what you're going to say, but I'm just, I'm adding that in there. Buy three pound bags of lemons.
1: No, I I don't, I'm going to have to start. I don't, I don't screw around with lemons at all. I used to when I was by myself, but now I don't, I just ignore them. But for sure, I would buy the big bulk quantities and lemons could be used for just the lemon juice. So useful Oh for like dressings and stuff, but no, good call, Eric. Um, I'll do my last kitchen one. I never did this, then my girlfriend told me about it, and I'm like, why did I do this all the time? It's when I'm like using my, I, I use, I buy jars of pasta all the time, I don't have time to make pasta sauce myself, spaghetti sauce, but after I dump the jar in my pan, there's always a bit left over, and I used to just chuck those in the blue bin straight, but now I add a tiny bit of water, I swish it around really fast, I dump that in the pan too, and the, the jar is freaking clean. And I don't have to give grief to the garbage, to the recycle people. And I've used up every single ounce of pasta sauce. So it's being more efficient. So my hack is to just put water, swish it around, dump the rest of the can in there. I don't know. Do you do this, Eric? Is it super obvious or am I an idiot? I don't know. I I do it all the time.
0: So it works for in this situation of like, you actually get to use more of the leftover sauce that you weren't going to use. You're just going to kind of throw Mm -hmm. away. Mm -hmm. If I'm understanding correctly here, and then you have a clean pot right away. Yeah, like your jar is clean. Yes. Okay, so basically any sauce that comes in a jar, like pesto, for example, is the first one that's coming to mind. I'll immediately rinse because otherwise it's a bitch to clean. Like you can, you'll have to scrape like an animal in there and same goes with the the tomato sauce for sure. So no, I, I do this, but probably I don't, use what's um the leftover like residue that you're now using as well
1: don't do that yeah yeah like i i use a lot i always use two three jars to make like a ton of sauce so like i'm always wasting a little bit but now i use it i use the complete container but i guess for other product it would be tricky too it's more like just not to waste like i don't do it with ketchup or anything there's always leftover ketchup when i throw it away um but no just for like pasta jars it's useful i know a lot of people rinse their stuff too i used to never do it but now i just try to use it up as best as possible so yeah that's my tip
0: i wonder if this applies also to like a bottle of soap for example that it's run Mm. dry like a a bottle of dish soap for example if you put a bit of water in that bottle you swish it around you're kind of just creating soap based on the residue is that what you're talking about like is that what you mean kind of like there's residue in the whole bottle and by putting a bit of water you're able to access what seemed like nothing and turn shit into gold as they so eloquently say
1: that's that's exactly what i mean just
0: off the mark okay 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 (laughs)
1: That's exactly what I mean. I do it like with my shampoo. I don't like fill it there up with, yeah, yeah, yeah. like That's what I mean. when I know there's a little bit of shampoo left, I add a bit of water. Same with my body wash, my dish soap. Okay. Actually, another hack for my dish soap is I keep the same bottle constantly of dish soap, but I buy these giant jugs and use a little like, um, I can't think of my word right now. I basically fill up the small container endlessly with this giant container so I, I don't have to buy yes. I can buy it. Just saves money that way, and I do that with a lot of stuff. I mean, we do it with our soap, with our hand soap all the yeah. time. Everyone does that, but you can do that with dish soap too. I do it with Windex as well. I have a giant jug of Windex, and I keep filling up the same bottle over and over again. But yeah, those are just to save money, and I don't know. But that was my that was my tip.
0: Oh, that's good stuff. I'll uh, go with my last non cleaning one or cooking one, and it would be write down I feel like I've already said this on the pod I'll say it again because I've, I restarted doing this I had fallen off it but write down tasks that you want to get done in the day and then knock them down because that like that gives you concrete evidence of okay I need to get this done asap like even if stuff is due on a certain day like add in parentheses due on September 17th or whatever and then it'll make sure that if as long as you're referring to this I have a um, it's a journal basically in it and i'm just putting check marks in writing what i have to do and then i check mark it off as i'm done you can do this on your phone too if you don't want to have a physical book but i do like having the physical book because on your phone there's so many other things you could do whereas this is yeah. this is sole purpose is to remind you hey check in here see if you still have stuff to do so i find that it to be a good reminder of stuff if i'm forgetting that i'm supposed to do something i'll look in here i'm like all right i have to vacuum tonight or whatever which i actually have to tonight so it's good to have it written down right it's a good way to remember what you need to do and then actually force you to get them done because it is satisfying to check mark stuff off i love doing that so that'd be mine write a list of things to do kind of on a daily basis if possible and then just knock them down
1: that's a great one eric i do this all the time too <clears throat> It's just an extra motive, it's, it's satisfying like checking off something like on a piece of paper, like I've done this, I crossed it off. I have a list of, st- I have this giant list of stuff to do, Eric, and I have three categories for it, like short term, long term, midterm, and like short term is stuff like what you just described, vacuuming and stuff. And I love checking it off and it's rewarding. I write a lot of stuff on the calendar too, like I need to do this that day, it's getting done that day, no excuse. Great, great tip. You're more likely to do it if you write it down, if you've already set that time in your brain to do it. Good tip, Eric. That's, everyone should be doing that. For my last one, I have a lot of different ones here. Okay, I'm gonna go with this one. Using newspapers, basically if your shoes are soaked, you shove them in, you basically fill your shoe up with newspapers and it's gonna dry them to perfection. Also though, using newspapers at the bottom of your garbage bag, when you're starting a new one, I do this a lot, cause I throw a lot of stuff from the kitchen, in the kitchen garbage, that like leaks in the, the newspaper, ensures that when I go grab that black bag and bring it to my big bin, that it's not leaking everywhere. It actually soaks it up really nicely. So you can use newspaper for your shoes, for the garbage can. It's very useful to have to start a fire in your fireplace. I never, like, I always hoard newspaper, even though, like, it's not coming to my house. I bring it from other places. For It's multi-purpose.
0: That's a great tip. Never thought of doing that, honestly. And would be good, especially for the garbage. For me, they're just, anything that leaks through, like, then it creates a disgusting smell. In yeah. The, the garbage that it's housed that the bag is housed in normally right so yeah okay I missed the first part of that sorry what was the first one garbage in your shoes the newspapers
1: okay yeah so I if your shoes get soaked which happens a lot to me because I refuse to wear boots sometimes but my shoes I shove newspaper in my shoe like overfill it with newspaper to the brim. And the next day you take all the newspaper out and your shoe is bone dry. It's crazy. My dad taught me that when I was young, but it's very useful.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a hack for sure. Why the opposition to wear boots is my question.
1: I wear them. I just wait till the last minute.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Okay. No, that definitely uh, we'll look into that one. Newspaper, though, unfortunately, we don't have any. Like, we don't have a a newspaper that gets delivered to us, so it'd have to be piltering ours from like our parents or something. (laughs) But uh, maybe something can be arranged there when I go to watch the dog, just see if there's any newspapers lying around. Who knows? Um, Not yet. Okay. So last one, super weird, random, and this is one that we found on Instagram and when Andy showed this to me, I did not think this would work. I was very skeptical of it. And now it's something I've been doing for like the last month, basically while I'm manning the barbecue is instead of cleaning your barbecue grates with like a brush, you know, you have like the brush that you're supposed to clean off the residue meat or whatever, anything that's stuck on there cut off an onion and use the head of an onion to just clean the grates. It's super weird. You look strange doing it, but it works. And not only that, it actually lubricates the grates themselves. So you don't also need to put oil on them, which is what I used to do is put olive Mm. oil and on a little brush and then paint the grates So nothing sticks on them and it right. works. It's pretty crazy honestly. If you have people over and you're cooking barbecue for them, they might have some questions for you, but then you just tell them to trust the process. It works. And uh we're just going through onion heads left and right out here. But yeah, it's a, I think this is a def, definitely a, a hack. It's a game changer on the on the barbecue. And the plus side of this is that it will ensure that you don't get any bristles from your brush stuck Mm. on your barbecue grates and this is where it came from is that apparently there was this woman who swallowed a um a bristle and it got stuck in her throat and i don't know the full details of the story there but it ended up having her be hospitalized and thankfully she's okay now but that just, it's by the odd chance that something like that would were to happen, if it can be prevented, I would recommend you try the onion head strategy, let me know what you think, for us it's been working, and um, yeah, so it's definitely a, a different one, but it, it is one, so, <laughs> test it out, let me know what you think, I know barbecue season's maybe coming to an end there, but barbecue today, and, yeah, I had an onion chopped, and uh, the rest of it went in the vegetable platter after, so, Nothing about the onion gets wasted. That's the thing. The top of the onion, you're throwing that out mm. with the compost, right? So. Uh,
1: I like that, Eric. Uh, you just blew my mind. I'm going to have to try that like tonight or, or tomorrow. <laughs> um, so like you're instead of the part where you're scraping your barbecue, use the onion and it will clean or lubricate and lubricate the grill. Like it will actually clean. I, I, I can't believe this. I'm going to have to try this. Out. It, it will both. do this.
0: It's both clean and lubricate. Wow.
1: Wow, I gotta try this. My mind's blown right now, Eric. Pretty cool. You have no idea how I, I want to go out right now and try this. Uh, that's insane. And Maybe you get depends. a bit of flavoring so too, right? It the might onion depend is on how
0: dirty your grates are. I right. will say that. Right. It's not like a 100% a clean, like as it's not like you're using mm-hmm. barkeeper's friend on a stainless steel pot there and it looks brand spanking new but it does get residue off i will say that okay. And you do have to we wait for it to get to a pretty high temperature like three fifty yeah. four hundo, and then just grab it and then just go to town like you would okay. scrub a, a kitchen floor sweet it gets hot though like your hand is gonna feel a bit of heat on that. i'll just say
1: also. oh oh i'm sure no, good tip. That's great. I wanted
0: to save that one for last for sure. And I did. Did
1: the listeners submit anything uh, as, the, as crazy as that one?
0: <laughs> well, you tell me. The first one we got was from my bro, Zach. So he said, non-fat Greek yogurt and protein powder. Healthy way mm. to increase protein intake. So this is something that I've also discovered quite recently. Game changer. If you're the parfait that I was talking about, you throw a bit of protein powder in your yogurt, mix it up. Right. It's straight up a dessert. Depending on the flavor <laughs> you have, most protein powders are a certain like chocolate or vanilla flavor. Absolutely incredible. And like Zach said, you're getting a good protein intake and Greek yogurt has protein in it inherently. So you're just doubling that. If not quadrupling that or bypassing triple. And it tastes delicious. So that's a huge hack. 100% endorse it. Matt, do you get on that Greek yogurt protein powder wave?
1: I don't I don't mess around with it at all. I'm very ignorant to like protein powders and so, like things like that. so uh, thank you for educating me, Zach. Thanks for that tip. I do like my yogurt though, but I probably don't buy fat free. Uh, but no, that's that's a really good tip. I'll have to try that.
0: I would definitely endorse. Now, we're going to stay on the food train. This one is from the homie Bassam. He said, go to a Lebanese pie place. Ask for one meat pie and one cheese pie. Then just slap your hands together. They will know what it means. That's what he said. Word mm-hmm. for word. Don't I asked him about this. I'm like, you just don't say anything. You just slap your hands together. They'll know it. Yep. No words need to be exchanged. Apparently, this is a game changer. They, I'm assuming, put the two pies together. So, I have to try this out. I cannot comment on the... I'm assuming it, it's true. <laughs> so, have you heard of this, Matt? Are you indoctrinated in this cult of, pa- of hand slappers for pies?
1: No, not at all. And, like, my Lebanese grandmother would make homemade cheese pies. Bread or cheese pies and meat pies, and I'd eat them individually. Never once did she suggest to put them together. So obviously she <laughs> was, she didn't know. Um, but she's from a little like farming village in Lebanon back in the day. So like maybe it's a city thing. I don't know. Uh, I will have to try that. That sounds delicious. I love my Lebanese food. So great tip, Sam. I had no idea.
0: I don't think many of us did honestly. So that is a great one. The next one was from. The homie Chrisin Ud. So she said, I boil my water for the week on Sunday. So not sure about that. I don't know in what context she meant, but
1: boil water I on know, the week I know. on Sunday. What does that mean? I know. I. You can save boiled water and it retains its warmth. I've seen videos on this. You can pre-boil water to save time. I think even you freeze. You may even freeze it. Actually, something crazy like that, where it stays boiled. I don't know if it's freezing. There is a way, though. We can look. To, you can look this up after we get off. But you can pre-boil water and retain it. So then the Monday after work, it's already there to do your spaghetti. It's you're good to go. You're not wasting that ten minutes or whatever. Interesting. So, okay. Pr- yeah, it's basically like. Saving time during the week when you have less time to make supper, so good call, Kristen.
0: So you freeze boiling water that will remain I, warm. that's
1: uh, my mind is maybe blown not f- right now, maybe not freezing it, but there's a way i I did look this up. We'll have to investigate. I don't know
0: absolutely gonna investigate this <laughs> <laughs> no that's that's good though, thank you, Kilson. So the next one was from the homie Ron Antoine. His was afternoon nap, which, I mean, cannot (laughs) deny the power of an afternoon nap. It's undefeated. A nap is a nap is a nap is a nap.
1: As someone who never naps now, I don't know. I don't feel like I need to nap right now. Maybe in the future, it's a great life hack, and I'm, I'll need to do it. But now I have no need to nap right now, and I don't feel tired at all during the day. I'm always busy now. Before, when I was on my own, always watching movies, I was tired all the time. Now I'm on my feet most of the day. I don't feel the need to nap at all. So, but I am tired, really tired at night now. So, no naps for me, Eric. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I don't nap
0: either. So, but I do know that people do like their naps. It's a good way to get some energy. I will not actually that's not true. I will nap if I have like a big night ahead or something coming back from the office, then you need to recharge, but never really more than like 20 to 35 minutes. I don't Mm -hmm. like to nap for an hour. Then I really feel thrown off. And sometimes it is tough. Like you wake up from a nap. You're like, Oh, like I want to just keep sleeping. Right. Because it's (laughs) tough to just get in that short term 12 nap and hey now you want more so (laughs) so thank you ron the next one was from my mom so she submitted a few the first one was taking 15 minutes on the weekend to prep your clothes for the week ideally it makes your mornings easier which was the the rationale Mm -hmm. there which not something that i do but would be um good to just have it all mapped out for the week right away don't need to one less thing to worry about right yeah another one was for my mom was do a recipe and double and then freeze a bit for another meal it um doesn't really take much more time and it no, saves it yeah. you time in that you only have to clean all the dishes that you use to make at once right
1: those are great uh i i have my clothes ready for the next day the night before every day of the week so like i do that and i always cook large quantities not because like I'm not freezing it. I'm actually consuming it because I we eat a ton of leftovers here. I have food for work. I'm always cooking larger portions than I need. I never cook the right amount. It's always a bit more. It's because it's not that much more effort. Like your mom nailed it. Um, and clothes, like I wear a uniform at work. So like I always have it ready and folded. So I don't have to think when I wake up. Even on the weekend, I do that with my other clothes. So those are great tips.
0: So the next one was from Andy getting a brush for dishes where you can fill the inside with soap, load it mm. up with dawn dish soap and vinegar and you can clean anything with that So it's basically like a wow. brush that you get for like it's intended for um, dishes like she said and in this case it would be used to clean our shower for example like you can just get in the walls and clean like anything that's dirty in there pretty much anything like it's just a handy, way to use a brush that has one purpose but make it a bit more multi-purposed
1: great tip uh i don't i know exactly what she's talking about i don't have said brush but i've used it in the past and i like that she said use it for thinking about using it for a lot of other stuff i like that i might have to look into that because there are areas like behind my sink in the bathroom where like running a paper towel with my fingers isn't optimal that brush size would be perfect for that actually and uh no good tip
0: so I'm, I'm going to queue up this submission that I got. It's a video one. So I'm just trying to get this to play. So this is from a coworker of mine, Courtney. I'll just let this speak for itself.
1: So I have a life Okay. Cereal box. A people close it like this, right? Or whatever. I'm going to hack for you. So you take it you, fold it again. take it. you fold it like this. And you take the sides. And you fold them in, okay? And then you take this top part and you fold it like this, like so. It it is much easier than this. I'm just having issues. (laughs) There. Keep your cereal fresh all the
0: time. So, never seen this before in my life. And Me it, it did seem like it yeah. took quite a bit of time to fold this. So I'm questioning how efficient this is, <laughs> but if it keeps the food fresh, like what we do for cereal is like crunch. Um, yeah. Roll it up the bag. I mean in the cereal yeah. box and then put like a clip on it, just like mm-hmm. shut it to make sure there are no leaks and no air goes in there and make it stale. Mm-hmm. But this is, Sort of folding technique. So if you weren't able to watch this. This is why you got to watch on the YouTube. You get all this good <laughs> stuff. I'm going to play the clip though. In audio form. So you, you will have heard the clip. You have no idea what is being. What is happening. Um, It looks like it works though. So thank you Courtney. But I'll have to test this out. Also I wonder if this works. So I have the the vector double box at home that's my go-to so i don't know if you can double up that i don't know if this applies on the big box but on the regular regulation size multi-grain cheerio box it could work so i'll uh, report back
1: i think it looks really neat and tidy what she did i do too like i clip my bags too if needed or use my storage container or get storage containers for it but uh, what i like is i could maybe use this for smaller boxes of other things and close the it basically closes the box a lot better and it's not like half flapping open like half of my boxes in my pantry so i kind of like that it just makes it look neater maybe harder to open maybe more annoying to open after i don't know but i'll have to try that for sure thank you for submitting that
0: yeah so that was it for our submission so thanks a lot everybody love uh, when everyone gets in the mix there always good stuff and fun for us to go over as well and learn new things So that would be it then for a life hacks discussion. Thanks Matt. Mm -hmm. Great stuff to share. Yeah. I mean, we could recommend a few things there to close off the epi. Sure. I've um, been watching quite a few movies. I'll throw one on that actually just came on um, Disney plus yesterday at the time of recording. It's a 2023 movie. I'm just adding onto my list called theater camp. Have you heard of this movie, Matt?
1: No, I have not.
0: Okay. So in a nutshell, like it basically means what it says. It's about a group of individuals who attend a theater camp in the summer. It's their kind of safe place where people from multiple different backgrounds come together and bond over the love of theater. And the woman who runs the camp has now fallen into a coma. So her son is now the one responsible for running the camp. And he's just an absolute goof who has no real experience with theater I found it to be very funny, honestly. I, the thing with this movie is I had heard it was very funny, so I went into it with kind of high expectations. And for the start of the movie, it wasn't really hitting for me. But there was a moment where uh, quite a few mo- funny moments started to happen for me. And I find that it gets better as you get through it. So if you're kind of like me... Going into it, like the first maybe 20 or so minutes, you're not really laughing that much. Stick with it. Because honestly, comedy doesn't necessarily have to be this laugh out loud. I know it's ironic to say, but always like knee slapping moments. It's a lot of nice moments of relatable stuff that's happening. A lighthearted and warm story. You get all of that in this movie. So it's an easy watch. Rated PG-13. Like not going to ruffle any feathers good good, wholesome movie definitely recommend an hour and a half long too. like very easy watch theater camp it's on disney plus
1: all right i added it to my list it sounds right Uh, it sounds like a good movie had not heard a word about it may have seen the picture of it actually but uh good recommendation i've been slacking on my movies with all the baseball going on and more tv show watching actually nice like i closed out I closed out the Justified spinoff on Disney Plus, nice. Justified City Primeval. It was really good. Eight episodes, easy to watch. I love the character so much that like I'm super biased, but I really enjoyed that that uh, that season. Kind of did like a Dexter thing, where a season so long after the original run of the show, but it was really good. Um, I did start a new show, based on your recommendation, actually, and we may or may not talk about it. I'm thinking we will. Um, but I started One Piece on oh, nice. Netflix. Goal. I'm on the episode three. I've seen the first two episodes. Okay. I'm actually loving it. Yeah, Not going to lie. It's very... I could binge watch this in eight hours. Like whatever. Or, yeah, there was eight episodes. Yeah. I could watch it all in one shot. That's how much it's not boring at all. Very colorful. Cool characters. Cool scenery. Just everything about it the action i haven't been bored for a minute yet i don't know i've only seen two episodes you're probably further along i'm guessing but uh i we also want to save our thoughts perhaps i'm thinking this is a show we could talk about um so yeah one piece really good so far that's all i'm gonna say and we'll save it for later but uh have you finished the show yet eric are you halfway no so i'm i'm
0: i've started the fourth episode but i wasn't able to finish it so i have like probably a good Forty or so minutes of it to finish. It's an hour episode where I'm at, so I'm loving it as well. Honestly, I went into it with decent expectations based on people saying it was good, and it has not disappointed so far. Like you, love the world that it's set in, love the colors. It just makes for a good, again, feel good show where maybe. Okay, like you said, I don't want to say too much there. Yeah, yeah, but it's good. Like I definitely recommend One Piece. If you haven't seen it, get on it because, like Matt said, may possibly doing a show on it down the road so yeah, I, yeah yeah it's solid like you though i could easily rip this but i'm trying to yeah. space it out as much as possible because it isn't a, a nice fun show to watch every night or every other night
1: yeah you want to savor it you don't want exactly. to like get it all over with exactly you want to let it marinate
0: it got renewed for season two already which is great sweet but the thing is like who knows when that's going to come right probably not next year the writers strike so you don't want to mm. uh, while you don't want to spend like months going over an eight episode show you also don't want to yeah. be just crushing it and then completely forget about it when it comes out in 2025 or whatever so no i love that recommendation I, was, I think I was going to talk about One Piece too, so that knocks that off for me. I can go over to the album side of things. Mm. There's a few that dropped today, honestly. And funnily enough, one of them I uh, was looking forward to because it's an artist that I've known for years. And his journey through rap has been really filled with ups and downs. And I was really hoping for a comeback album from this guy. The album's called Victor by Vic Mensa. Mm. So he was someone who showed a lot of promise. But like I said, it really went downhill in the last five or so years. And I'd view this as a comeback album. I quite enjoyed it, honestly, on first listen. And it's funny because I was talking to our cousin Dylan, and he was just lambasting this album. Like, he absolutely hated it. And he only listened to the first four songs and was not a fan at all. I thought it was a bit of an aggressive take, honestly. I like how Vic gets very introspective on songs. And he doesn't shy away from saying all everything that he's done in the past where he's like messed up relationships and drug abuse. And like it, it gets intense in, in his songs. But then mm. he'll also have, I find quite catchy, upbeat banger songs on there so he finds a nice balance and I found this to be like I said a solid album so I'm interested to see upon multiple um listenings how it turns out but I enjoyed it I would recommend it Vic Mensa if you don't really know his stuff throw this one on he has some older mixtapes that are amazing in my opinion like um there's a lot going on from 2016 that's like peak Vic Mensa in my opinion but I'd say Victor check it out
1: yeah I wrote it down immediately eric uh, I will I I hadn't even heard of this I don't even know who this artist is so perfect
0: actually he was on one of the album on one of the songs on the patience by Mick Jenkins he was on oh, okay one of okay. the last songs I forget what it's called but he's late in the album the song is farm to table song nine okay okay Yeah.
1: I actually have a lot of music too to recommend. That's what I was gonna. I have three things. I know two of them. You may have. You've obviously listened to them. But like one of the, the first one I'll recommend is I saw it on Brandon, A.K.A. Hip Hop Fiend '85's Instagram, and it's Signature by Joel Joel Ortiz. Mm. A freaking amazing album, actually. It's I listen to it a lot now. It's the first two songs are phenomenal, like song two and three. I think the first is an intro. It's a really solid album, in my opinion. I'm not super familiar with this artist's work, but Brandon recommended it. I listened to it a lot. I believe it's "Signature" by Joel Ortiz, and uh, I, I forget the DJ's name.
0: Lorange.
1: Lorange. Yeah, I was gonna. Okay, French. Yeah. But uh, I mostly Joel Ortiz. I think, and maybe that guy might be the the producer. I'm not sure, Probably, honestly. Yeah. I don't know much about. I just like the music. Um, you should check that out, Eric. Okay. Did you check out Special Machinery by 38 oh, yes. Special Conway? So I loved it. That. I actually thought it was great.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so good.
1: Love that so- album. There's a yeah. song about my favorite movie on there, like What's Not to Love, the Goodfellas yep. song I like. Uh, you know, just a really solid quick album, too. Like, perfect for perfect length for my workouts. Great, great stuff. So you agree with me on that? Oh yeah, I love
0: special machinery. Like the the beats are amazing too, and all the production yeah. is handled by Thirty Eight Special and another uh, producer. I forget his name. I actually don't know his name, but it's him and another guy. And the beats are great. Thirty Eight Special, mm-hmm. such an underrated rapper. Like he runs in the same circle as like Conway the Machine, who this album is with, and like Benny the Butcher and all them. But he's so good. Like I was kind of late to the party with him, but. I've gone back and listened to a lot of his albums. If I were to redo my 2022 list, I'd have one of his albums on there, Beyond Belief by 38 Mm. Special and Harry Fraud. Amazing album. It's, again, like 10 songs long, like 30 minutes. Too short, but every song hits. So you don't feel like a second is wasted. And I feel like that's the same situation on this album. There's so many good songs on here, like yeah i could very much list them all but no special machinery oh, yeah. if i'm making my top 10 list right now it's probably got a spot on there for it so
1: nice yeah
0: really Sweet. enjoyed it i mean i get like that would be it for music other than unless you're gonna recommend something else that dropped today which i'm sure yeah have had a chance to check out so could yeah both just say it magic three so, by Nas and hit boy yeah pretty nuts, Dude, honest what this guy's
1: doing i didn't even know this would drop like was this announced like, it came as a surprise for me
0: he announced it on monday that it was dropping this oh, okay. friday
1: which i love first of all i think more artists
0: should do this like this friday i'm dropping an album like let's go that's what i want the thing i hate so much and a lot of rappers do this they'll say a date well in advance west side gun and benny the butcher both did this this year august 23rd my album's dropping says this in april four months out august 23rd comes around crickets it's like dude why are you telling us this you know what i mean so far in advance commit the best time is like like i said a week or two tops that's when i want to yeah. know when it's dropping people are already anticipating this well i guess in the case of Nas, no one was anticipating magic three yeah. but I, I love that just like yep it's coming this week. You're gonna tune in, and best believe we did. And it's a great album. Again, these guys, Nas, Hit Boy, have not missed on an album together. Very good album. I've only listened to it once, and um, it's always amazing stuff that they do together.
1: Yeah, I've only listened to it once as well. And Magic, Magic Two, I still like more. But I mean, Magic Three, I've only you have to listen to an album more than once, anyways. Yeah. So it's crazy now that i'm gonna to have to decide like which one i like more and it makes list making a lot harder but i like it it's a good problem to have um, but yeah that's all i had to recommend uh been light on the movies swear, uh, it's, doing that on it's always viewers. a debate yeah do i go 2023 or old movie yeah. what am i what am i doing here i feel like you're gonna crush the 2023 uh <laughs> Like the amount you're gonna do. So, oh anyways, yeah, that's all I got.
0: I know my 2023 movies is insane. How many of them I've seen? Like since our <laughs> last episode, I got to see Barbie. Have you seen Barbie by the way, or no?
1: Not yet. I, I when I watch it, we should have a discussion about it. I think. Okay. Yeah. Sounds
0: good. Yeah. I'll also throw out just another one on Netflix. They cloned Tyrone. I'm not even gonna say anything mm. about it. Just check it out. It's a great movie.
1: Yeah. I will. I read your review. I'm interested.
0: John Boyega, I'll just say that, he's in it, great actor, I know he's done a few other movies that apparently are really good, like um, one that's about, I want to say Flint, Michigan, it's, um, hold up, I need to pull this up, but man, this guy can act, he was amazing in this movie, and it's not, not necessarily like a super dramatic role there, but he did his thing, it's called Detroit, is the name of the movie, apparently it's really good.
1: I heard that movie was great, actually, yeah, it, I haven't seen intense it. Intense
0: movie, probably, but... Yeah. Yeah, no, John Boyega, uh, he's got to do more, more stuff. That'd be all. They cloned Tyrone. It's on Netflix. Check it out.
1: <laughs> awesome. All right. Yeah, I'm, I, that's it for me too.
0: Okay. So yeah, good episode again, Matt. Any final notes for
1: the listeners? Thank you, every yeah, thank you everybody for listening. We, I really appreciate it. I hope you, I hope you learned some stuff today. I learned a lot from your list, Eric. And I hope you have a great end to the summer and yeah yep same here matt
0: definitely did learn a lot from your list as well so yeah thanks a lot everybody for listening stay tuned for episodes dropping every two weeks continue to stay safe (laughs) i love you all and yeah peace